from the boardroom to the shop floor. Good business runs on good governance. Join esteemed expert in governance, Dr. Nimrod Dembele, for the next hour as he takes us beyond governance, making sense of doing business in South Africa. We are joined by Jason Vivian from Plus 94 Research. Um, Jason, good evening and welcome. Uh, good evening, Doc. Thanks for having me. Welcome indeed, my brother. Um, for, the, for the benefit of uh, the listener, who is Jason? Uh, I, I work at Plus94 Research. I'm one of the project managers. Um, my job is just to design and implement research um, at an academic level, level for market research purposes. Thank you very much for that insight. So you, the, you, the, the smart ones, basically, you are going to tell us, for us to make a concise and precise decision, we have to rely on your art, basically, isn't it? Yes, yeah, we do use, um, like I said, academic research methods. We believe um, in scientific principles and underlying um, market research decisions. Um, and our slogan is uh, the science of decision-making. So, uh, yeah, I think that's... That's well said, but yeah, we do use our scientific methods to produce actionable results. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, I just want to maybe, you know, uh, for the purpose of the listener, we invited Jason for they've uh, designed a, a program that looks at a research uh, product, so to speak, that looks at the South African dream. We know that South Africa is a fractured society. For any society to move forward, there has to be something that binds us together. There has to be a vision. There has to be a dream. So they have undertaken a research which I would want him to unpack in a way. And based of based on our conversation earlier, um, you know, the the research is is online. It's based. It's it's it's, it's basically it's online, focusing on 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 um, you know age you know cohorts of between age four to eight people. Uh, within an age group of between 15 to 25, uh, and also looking at racial, you know, demographics, uh, whites, colors, Indians, um, you know, as respondents based on those kinds of questions. And, and the idea really is to get a sense on where South Africa is. Do South Africans find, feel that they are united? And what unites them? And what, what could be more better than a particular you know, value proposition or a dream or a common goal. Um, we know that you've got the NDP, which so for some reason has not filtered down. So, so perhaps maybe, uh, by way of introducing this particular, you know, phenomenon, Jason, could you take us through the thinking behind this particular research, uh, value proposition? Sure. Well, when we speak about, um, for example, the American dream, that's a trope we often hear on uh, movies and in our pop culture. Now, we want to try and take that idea and to apply it, obviously, to a South African context. Like you said, we need a national vision, something that can drive us forward as a nation. And when we speak about uh, the South African dream in particular here, we're trying to find something that is apolitical. South Africa uh, tends to be a very political country um, because of our past, obviously. So a lot of political justices do still need to be achieved, social justice issues, um, gender-based violence, for example, which needs to be corrected, inequality. These are some of the things that are the backdrop of South Africa. Now we're trying to look beyond that and say, let's assume we've already achieved all of these things, hypothetically. What then further 
could still be the South African dream. Because if you ask the average South African, like, what should be um, a goal or a vision, a lot of those answers would come up by we should be unified, we should come together. Now we want to try and establish how we can unify us. And then assuming we are unified, what sort of national vision can we come to? And what should the average South African try and strive for? Because as per the American dream, we've got things like it's the white picket fence, the house, the two and a half children. Now, what would be the South African equivalent of that? Where's would be the benchmark? Fantastic. So, so, um, Jason, how far is, how far are you with the research product? When are we, when are we expecting the results? Well, what we're doing at the moment is exploratory research. We're just doing, um, like you said, online groups. So the idea is just to get exploratory suggestions. Um, based on these phenomena. So we've, it, we've done a few groups already. We've done, um, what you could call glorified pilots. Then we're going to continue with doing more, um, focused and streamlined focus groups. Um, and we should have the results by next week already. And like I said, these are just exploratory results. There's going to be online qualitative focus groups, like you mentioned, between the ages of 18 and all the way up to 40. We've separated it by different age groups and we've separated by different race groups. As we know, these demographics can, of course, have an effect on someone's opinion and and visions and what have you. Great stuff. But do you foresee a scenario where, you know, because based on the pilot, because my assumption you're still exploring, you're still piloting, Mm -hmm. do you foresee a scenario of building the outcome of this particular research on a much larger scale so that you are able to uh, we sort of able to generalize the findings because if the sample is relatively small, you may not be, you know, particularly confident in, in generalizing the, the, the outcome. What, what's your thinking, uh, in the longer term, in the longer picture? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So this exploratory research, um, that we do is to, um, get dimensions from there. So we want to take this information and be able to create a quantifiable re- research instrument that can go out then to a larger group. And then we could say, these are the dimensions of the South African dream, and we can quantify it and send it to a much larger sample in which they would go through something called a um, factor analysis that checks the validity of our um, dimensions, and we can model it and create it, and we can say, when we talk about the South African dream, um, these empirically are the things that come up from the South African dream, and they're applicable to the general public. So, yes, for now, we're doing it on a small scale, but that's just to create a research instrument, which quantitative research then follows. This is a very uh, fascinating uh, project. Uh, I'm sure the listeners are quite excited as, as, as excited as I am because we do need to find those elements of commonality. We do need to find, you know, in terms of framing our cohesion as a society, we have to build it on a particular uh, you know, a paradigm, if you like, we are, mm-hmm. we, we need to push, um, an agenda, which look at, which looks at, uh, a uniquely South African dream. And so that mm-hmm. we're able to build on uniquely South African dream. But assuming all things being equal, Jason, um, who are you, assuming you've got, you know, you've got a larger scale and you now have a results. You want to take us through your thoughts around your partnership, I would imagine, because you want to share the results with key state institutions, with private sector and so on and so forth. Um, have you been at the level of where you're thinking how to share the results with who and so on and so forth? Just take us through your high-level plans in terms of how you envisage taking the, the research findings uh, uh, and to, to 
state institution, private sector, NGOs, and so on and so forth. And most importantly, how do you begin to build a, a conversation, a dialogue based on your findings, which can find expression in, in, in programs, uh, uh, in civil society movement, government, private sector, and so on and so forth, so that we, 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 we get to a point where we did it, you know, we, we move away from race, uh, or racial, um, um, classification of, of events in a country. Oh, well, yes, yeah, these results could have, um, very broad um, implications. We could use it for the private sector. It could be, like you said, NGOs, government institutions. Um, what could be done with this data is that um, once we've looked beyond the political, we can see what South Africans are striving to achieve and how perhaps NGOs can, um, or government itself, can help South Africans achieve this dream. And even if the dream is the bar is low, we can see how, how much higher we can set this bar. We can even see from um, a perspective of do we even have a national dream and how granular or how coarse is it? Is the dream on a very broad scale or is the dream a lot more narrow? And depending on the results and what we find, they can have vastly different um, implications. It's it's uh, very exciting. It can be uh, compared to like a, a um, postgraduate thesis. So there's, uh, it's, <laughs> there's a lot of implications uh, for the results. No, no, I'm not going to agree with you. I'm sitting here. I'm just thinking, my goodness, I see the findings on a, on a, on a larger scale, you know, um, being transferred or being used at, you know, to inform, you know, the schooling system, for an example, because that's mm-hmm. where we need to gear the future generation. We need to inspire the future generation to dream. And what, on what basis are they supposed to be dreaming? What, what brings us together as a community? So my view at a very high level, I'm you know, obviously excited about it. Education would have to be one of your key strategic players for we need to, you know, regurgitate and gear a proper thinking amongst our youth who are in the main in education system. Absolutely. Um, I think just from some of the, the exploratory results I've received so far is that when you speak about the education system, um, a lot of it uh, plays on social justice um, issues. Like, again, like I mentioned, gender-based violence or racial inequality, stuff like that. These are things that are sort of um, installed into learners. Now, when you want to go beyond that and ask at an individualistic or even at a national level, what we should be dreaming to try and achieve and what brings us together as South Africans, it's, it's, it's very, very important. Um, we always speak about South Africa's diversity and the multi, um, um, uh, faceted, uh, culture in which we find ourselves, but we don't often speak about what brings us together or what already brings us together. A common, uh, uh, theme that's been coming up is that our languages bring us together despite it being so different. Um, and our music and our sense of humor. Um, these are things that can bring us together as a unifying thing. And then we want to know, now, what is the dream in terms of your careers? What are you in, in terms of supporting your family, in terms of higher order um, uh, accomplishment rather than just the basic needs? And that's what's been interesting is that we want to know now, uh, assuming your basic needs are met, what uh, self-actualization are you trying to achieve? And what I've been seeing so far is that a lot of the um, data is indicating that on the lower LSM, even though we're not sampling by LSM, on the lower LSM side of the spectrum, it appears like basic needs tend to be almost a, a goalpost. Um, one of the um, 
uh, insights that I, I received so far is um, uh, someone would uh, uh, consider success just living comfortably, not having any legal electricity connection or having running water. Now, if that's where the bar is for success, it just shows um, how much more we can achieve as a country and how much work there still is to do. Fantastic, man. This is quite uh, it's quite exciting indeed, um, Jason. We, as we are wrapping up, perhaps maybe, um, you know, what are the two biggest uh, ticket items or findings that you come in that that you're seeing that would what, that would uh, somehow whet our appetite for us to look for more uh, insight? Well, I think yeah, like I said, the the biggest finding, um, just uh, as a bullet point that I found is that as your basic needs get met, your benchmark for success or for a dream becomes higher. So if you're at a lower end of the LSM, just surviving nearly becomes a dream. So it's 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 already been very difficult to unify all these themes, but you still find underlying themes there together somehow, and it's 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 quite amazing. Um, also, uh, just before we wrap up, um, if any one of your listeners maybe feel uh, they want to contribute as to what their South African dream is or what a uh, South African dream would mean to them. They're welcome to email us at sadream at plus94.co.za. It's uh, sadream at plus94.co.za, P-L-U-S, and then the number 94. Fantastic. We'll definitely, you know, uh, you know, uh, make those kind of announcements from time to time. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. Uh, thank you very much for coming through. I certainly believe... Uh, you guys are up to something great. I mean, I can tell you now, uh, you ask 10 South Africans for them to say, what is the South African dream? Trust me, you'll get 10 different answers. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, I can agree. Yeah. You know? So, so which means, you know, the fact that we have so many interpretations of what the dreams are, if at all we, you know, so that already becomes a, becomes a problem. But once you have a, a strategy or concerted effort on what constitute a South African dream, the same way the Americans have been able to articulate uh, the American dream. We all know about what the American dream is, uh, the world of the brave and God knows what. Uh, you know, so, so, so it will be very interesting to get back to South Africans for us, for us to have a one common dream, which I would imagine would be pan-African. Not so much mm-hmm. about South African, but pan-African dream because the biggest limitation I've seen with South Africa is that we, we don't see ourselves as part of the continent. You know, continent, we are the tip of the continent, but we almost think Africa is up with, up there. We're part of Africa. So whatever views and thoughts, processes that we, we, we promote have to, you know, uh, embrace the whole notion of pan-Africanism because we are intertwined. Am I correct? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. There you are. Thank you very much, Jason. That's Jason Vivian from uh, Plus94 giving us inside snip, snippets of the research uh, undertaking around what constitutes the South African dream. So they will be sharing with us the, the, the results of this particular research uh, with us. Um, until we meet again, it has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, the Beyond Governance was brought to you by Plus94 Research, the science of decision-making. Thanks once again. Have a beautiful, beautiful evening. Look at yourself. Be safe and good evening.